Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity, Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access, no cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text Franchise 123 to 63566. Text Franchise 123 to 63566. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! Let's get it. I think I'm ready at least. Mike Sempervivi here with you for the next hour talking professional wrestling and mixed martial arts. Something we do every single day here on this program, Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Tune in iHeart, American Forces Radio, SportsByline.com, over-the-air affiliates like the Mightier 1090, Sirius XM 156, via podcast or streaming on Twitch or YouTube. I just want to say thank you for spending a little bit of time with me today. As you can see and hear, Brian Alvarez is not spending any time with me today. I'll leave it up to him to explain where he is. As I was telling producer Dom before the show, it's the type of adventure that sounds like it could turn into, you know, like one of those Ben Stiller movies with Brian's luck. That's kind of more up his alley. Maybe if he wanted to work blue, it could turn into like late era Rodney Dangerfield, you know, maybe something like that, but. I don't know. Producer Dom had a, a better vision of what Brian could be doing right now. It's almost out of like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But unfortunately, that's where I have to build you up and leave you for right now. And if you're a subscriber over at WrestlingObserver.com, you can get the rest of the story when Brian rejoins Vinny for the Brian and Vinny show coming up here very soon on the site. But there is a lot to get into today, news-wise, in the world of professional wrestling. It is the middle of the week. Dynamite was last night. It is Shark Week on the Discovery Networks. We had a wild barbed wire match. It was it was a it was a spectacle actually. Spectacle would be the right word to use between Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho and I will run down that entire show for you. We have matches being added to the Ric Flair weekend and I'll tell you about that when we get back from break. Ring of Honor's pay-per-view was built up heavily on AEW show last night and possible returns of both Kenny Omega and Adam Cole coming soon i'll let you know the details on that when we get back from break wrestling observer live
Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe $25,000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is the perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-209-6124. 800-209-6124. That's 800-209-6124. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417-800-871-9417-800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Welcome back to the show. Mike Semper Vivi here with you, Wrestling Observer Live. We do this show right here for an hour at a time every single day. But if you want us 24-7, you can find us on Twitter. I am at Semper Vivi. The timeline for this show is at WONF4W. The broadcaster is at Sports Byline USA. And if you love pro wrestling, at Mid-Atlantic Pod. I don't know if you guys know this or not, so I need you to... It's maybe, it's maybe a little bit shocking, so I'm going to need you to sit down for a moment, 
If you have Xanax to take, grab a bar of it right now, put this in. This maybe just shock you to the point of no return, so I need you to be ready here, okay? Because I'm not sure if you've heard this or not. Ric Flair is having his last match coming up at the end of the month in Nashville. Have you heard about this? I hope that doesn't shock anybody. I hope the news has been out there enough. I hope you understand. Having his last match. RickFlairsLastMatch.com is where you can get all the details for this. It's going to be the Nature Boy teaming up with his son-in-law, Andrade El Idolo, to face off against Jay Lethal, who has been training him for his comeback, and J-E-F-F-J-A-R-R-E-T-T, Jerry's kid, Jeff Jarrett. The whole weekend's going to get started on Friday, July 29th, with a roast of Ric Flair. Probably going to get out of control, I would assume. The next day, you can come back to Earth a little bit. You got panels with Brian Danielson, with Claudio Castagnoli, or whatever Brian calls him. You got a horseman reunion. You got Bret Hart talking about SummerSlam 92 on Sunday. The former page, Soraya Jade Bevis. Mick Foley, Kevin Nash, a whole bunch of other people as well, too. Part of the biggest StarCast yet, StarCast 5. They're doing pictures, autographs, all the same convention stuff that you're used to, but this time around, pro wrestling. Probably better than podcasts. And with the way that this lineup looks, better than the podcast they probably have had in the past. Although I've heard Kevin Nash, his podcast is really, really good. And Jeff Jarrett's, I know, is good. So if they're doing podcasts this weekend, that's a good thing. Jeff Jarrett's going to be doing a lot that weekend, obviously. Making money for sure. But there's going to be Black Label Pro, Game Changer Wrestling, New Japan on Saturday, Ric Flair's last match on Sunday, an 11-match card now. And it's all going down. Nashville Municipal Auditorium. Tickets are still on sale, $39 at Ric Flair's last match. I'm going to use that as a transition to keep talking about that weekend. Because regardless of what you think about Ric Flair wrestling one more time and being back in the ring and how the whole thing has come together and happened, regardless of any of that, that's a really good show that they've put together. A really good show. And a really eclectic, unique show. And it got added to last night and today. Last night... ROH champion Jonathan Gresham will face off against Konosuke Takeshita, Alan Angels, who's recently departed from AEW, and Nick Wayne in a four-way that was announced on their social media. That was last night. Today, Crimson and James Storm, both notable for their runs in Impact, have joined Bully Ray to be a part of the Bunkhouse Stampede. It's not the Bunkhouse Stampede. They don't own the rights to that, but the Bunkhouse Battle Royal now. Gresham's going to face Claudio uh, uh, coming up on Saturday at Death Before Dishonor. So he may not be the ROH champion. It may be Claudio in that match. I don't know if Gresham loses, that he would still be in there. But that's now, uh, it's 11 matches that are all set for this. Flair and Andrade against Jarrett and Lethal with Karen Jarrett in the corner. Impact World Championship, Josh Alexander against Jacob Fatu. Impact Knockouts Champion, Jordan Grace against Deanna Perrazzo and Rachel Elring in a three-way. 
Ricky and Kerry Morton with Robert Gibson against Brian Pillman Jr. and Brock Anderson with Arn in his corner. Jonathan Gresham against Angels Takashita and Wayne. Ray Phoenix against Laredo Kid against Taurus versus Bandito in a four-way. The American Wolves, Davey Richards and Eddie Edwards against the Motor City Machine Guns, Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin in a matchup that kids from the early 2000s are, you know, again, all those guys, Shelley still being able to go out there, him coming back, I just all of that I love. Killer Cross with Scarlet Bordeaux against Davy Boy Smith Jr., Clark Connors against Ren Narita in a New Japan representation match, and the Briscoes against the Von Erichs, Marshall and Ross, as well as that Bunkhouse Battle Royal. So, again, even if... Flair isn't your bag. <laughs> the rest of the show, they actually put some real effort into this. And again, I, I like it's supposed to be a tribute. It's supposed to feel like an all-star event with Ric Flair getting crowned at the very end of it. And hopefully not Mickey Rourke style. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's supposed to be a celebration. And to have this unique lineup, I, I, I definitely got to give him credit for that. And... MLW, uh, I guess with Jacob Fatu getting representation on that show. They're also going to be represented uh, in New Japan uh, during Music City Mayhem that weekend as Clark Connors is now challenging Davey Richards for Richards' National Open Weight Championship. And the match had been announced before the stipulation. This new twist was just added to it today. So that lineup is also looking really good. You got Moxley and El Desperado in an ODQ match, which... Everybody that listens to this show knows I'm way deep in the tank for Desperado. He has no problem going out there getting wild with Moxley. It's probably going to be a really, really fun match. If not a, a pretty damn, I'll say good one, if not great. Kushida against Alex Shelley. Again, just two great veteran legends going at it, junior heavyweight legends going at it. FTR and Alex Zane against Aussie Open and TJP. That's a really interesting match on paper. Interesting teaming there. Hiromu Takahashi against Blake Christian. This seems like a natural matchup. You know, Hiromu against Alex Zane. Hiromu against Blake Christian. Seems like it makes perfect sense. By the way, there's a, a little thing I heard about Blake Christian's run in WWE and something you're seeing on NXT now. That made me laugh, and I don't know how out there it is, so I won't draw the connection together, but it was very, very amusing when I heard it. Hopefully I can give you more on that. That's just a little tease, just being a jerk. Hopefully I can give you more on that later. Not today, though. Probably not today, unless I get blown up with a bunch of texts. But New Japan Strong Openweight Championship also on that show. Fred Rosser against Big Damo, who we've had on this show. Hopefully we can have him on again. Both of those guys have been on. They've both been great guests. National Openweight Championship, as I mentioned, Davey Richards against Clark Connor, And then Shota Omino, Fred Yehai, and Yuya Uemura against Ren Narita, Kevin Knight, and the DKC. Fred Yehai, we had Dr. Keith Lipinski on. Last week, talking about AAW, he was the AAW heavyweight champion, had really good matches against Mance Warner, really good matches against Josh Alexander. His size is always going to be a detriment to him making it to a higher level. The same thing goes with Jonathan Gresham, but because there is Terminus, which is Gresham's own promotion, but there is Ring of Honor, there is New Japan Strong. 
the possibilities for a guy Fred Yehi's size go up immensely. And there's a couple of guys I'd love to see work New Japan when things open up a little bit more. Chris Bay being one of those guys I'd like to see in that division. And I'd really like to see Fred Yehi get some more work in New Japan strong, then go over and attempt to ply his trade over in Japan. Not saying he's going to be a big star or anything like that, but as far as looking at a list of new names who could come in there and kind of shine things up a little bit, he's one of those guys I really like. Him working with Zack Sabre Jr., him in a six-man with Zack Sabre Jr. and Taichi working against somebody. I just think he's a nice little fire plug that can actually work in good situations, so hopefully this opens up some more doors for him. When we get back from break, a lot more stuff to get into. We got the Dynamite review coming up. And some news on some Dynamite performers, some pretty big names, Adam Cole and Kenny Omega, talking about their injuries and talking about when they hope they can be back. I'm Mike Sempervivi, Wrestling Observer Live. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. 
Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Welcome back to the show. Mike Sempervivi here with you, Wrestling Observer Live here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. If you're driving around right now, salute to you. If you're working overnight, you're working at your job, you're able to throw the podcast on, we appreciate you for choosing us, any of us here at the WrestlingObserver.com slash Figure Four Weekly, FigureFourOnline.com Empire. I'm old, so I come from the weekly era, but uh, all of the shows that are not with Dave Meltzer and not with Vinny or Granny are free to the public, whether it be the Adam and Mike Big Audio Nightmare, Josh Nason's Punch-Out, Carl Stern, Les Thatcher. Doesn't matter who it is. If it's a show that doesn't have Dave or Vinny on it, it is free to the public. Check out some of the shows that are featured over at WrestlingObserver.com, and you never know. You may become a subscriber and have access to, like, 13,100 million videos and, and podcasts that are up there, as well as all the Wrestling Observer newsletters from the past. New one added, I think, every every couple of weeks, and obviously, Dave, every single week is pumping that thing out. A new one is going to be out Tomorrow morning, Friday morning, and Dave has got some some news on Kenny Omega after being out of action for almost six months. Kenny Omega is hoping to be back in time for September's All Out on this morning's Wrestling Observer Radio, only for subscribers at WrestlingObserver.com. Dave Meltzer said Omega is hoping to be at All Out, but it's too soon to say if he will or if he won't. He's hoping for it. That's kind of the target right now. Meltzer went on to say that September's show is also the targeted return for AEW World Champion CM Punk, who has been out of action for nearly two months after surgery on what is believed to have been an injury to his foot possibly diving into the crowd and hitting it on the guardrail. If Punk does return, it is virtually a lock, says Dave, in the front page here of the WrestlingObserver.com website, that he will be in a unification title match against current interim title holder John Moxley. On Tuesday, Fightful reported that an Omega Young Bucks trio tag team match is tentatively planned for All Out, but Meltzer did not confirm that on this morning's Wrestling Observer Radio. After losing the title of Hangman Page at last November's Full Gear, Omega took time off to have several surgeries for nagging injuries, including his knee, a sports hernia, and more. 
and he is very frustrated right now. Whether that is part of a work to lead up to him coming back, I don't know, but he's expressed frustration with having the time off and having these injuries not heal in the way that they want, you know, that he wants them to and that his people want him to. And at least he's getting some time off because his body absolutely needs it. If there's any benefit to Adam Cole being out right now after suffering a concussion at the Forbidden Door pay-per-view, it is the same thing, and that's something that he brought up during an appearance on GameSpot's Wrestle Buddies podcast where Cole addressed his recovery. He said he's confident that he's going to be able to return to the ring soon. He's dealing with a torn labrum as well as the concussion effects and the after effects that took place during the Fatal 4-Way IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match last month. He says, I'm doing okay. I'm definitely on the path. On the track to recovery for sure. I have a great team around me that is helping me and just making sure that I'm taking care of to the best of my ability. AEW has been fantastic as far as making sure that I'm getting the right care that I deserve. And I feel like there's progress and a move forward every single week for sure. Cole talked about being banged up. He said the most time he has ever had off in the last 14 years was one month. But he says he feels good. He says he's very confident and he'll be back in the ring soon. He's excited to be back. He says, I miss it so much already. But yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. So a good sign for Adam Cole fans. Jay White defeated Cole and Kazuchika Okada and Hangman Page to retain the IWGP World Heavyweight title at Forbidden Door. Uh, though he thinks he'll be able to return soon, Cole did admit that the concussion he suffered was, quote, definitely scary. Dave Meltzer reported in last week's edition of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter that Cole has opted not to undergo surgery for his torn labrum and is instead doing therapy for the injury. Forbidden Door was the first time that Cole had wrestled since May's double or nothing pay-per-view. So Adam Cole, Kenny Omega, CM Punk being mentioned in there as well, all possibly coming back some point soon. And I do have the whole Dynamite review that's going to be coming up here, but I'll go ahead and cue producer Dom right now to bring up the promo last night by Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood. And we're not going to hear the entire thing, but we are going to hear Dax Harwood's portion of that promo. It's just too good not to be played he has done an incredible job this year, not only in the ring, and that's over the last several years, and both of them, for their entire careers, they've done a great job building themselves up and putting them in a position to be looked at as one of the great legendary tag teams in an era where there are so few. There really are. If you think about it, you start thinking, and it's like, man, we talked about the machine guns. You know, do the Wolves make it to that level? I don't know. You know, the Kings of Wrestling, were they around long enough? Their work certainly, you know, was great. But the Usos, the Briscoes, the New Day, if you look at them as like the new Freebirds, but like the Young Bucks, there's not a lot of teams. And even though there's a lot of people that talk tag team wrestling, you know, there's very few promotions that really push it in, in that way. 
and in that important way. And there's very few guys that are willing to stick with it long term and not tease things when they work indie shows where they wrestle against each other, but then they team over here and all that sort of stuff. No, FTR is a team. They are one unit together, you know? So Dax Harwood, Cash Wheeler have been great. Dax Harwood opening up about his mental issues, opening up about some of the struggles he's had as a man with his body image, with dealing with failure in your professional life on the highest stage in WWE, and not only failing because you believe in so much of what you're doing and you believe so much of what your vision of your job is and your career and pro wrestling is, and to fail at a spectacular level, and not only that, and they didn't fail, yes, they won titles and things like that, but look at how they left. Look at the kick in the balls they got literally on the way out the door from all those legends, something that weighed on his mind so heavily, and he's been so open about how that affected him. And that's been awesome. And you hear Dom jumping right now. He's He wants to play, and he's got to play So, uh, so, so there's we're this little, uh, there was this little five-year-old girl back home, and... Uh, her parents took her to this routine checkup to the doctor, and uh, he put her. Uh, he was listening to her chest and listening to her back, and and he heard something weird. And it was uh, it was an irregular heartbeat. And the doctor said, "Hey, don't worry, parents. Uh, let's just go to the cardiologist. Let's get some X-rays done. Let's get a, see a CT scan and MRI and see what's going on." So they went to the cardiologist, and uh, they found out this little five-year-old girl had a hole in the bottom of her heart, and. Uh, the doctor told the parents, if this little girl worked hard and she fought hard, she could overcome this and that hole would close up on its own. But if not, they would have to do open heart surgery, which, you know, is a big risk for a five-year-old. So fast forward three years later, and this little girl, she goes back to the same cardiologist and he does the x-rays, and he does the MRIs, and he looks and the hole is completely closed. This little girl worked her ass off. She fought her ass off to make sure she was healthy. And that little girl, the eight-year-old girl, is my daughter. And if that little eight-year-old girl will fight that hard for something that's not promised to her, well, daddy's got to do the same thing. Saturday night, Saturday night, daddy's got to fight that hard to bring home the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships and bring home a legacy she can be proud of. Saturday night. I love y'all too. Saturday night, pay-per-view, death before dishonor, Briscoes. I'm gonna fight like an eight-year-old girl. <laughs> and I'm gonna beat your ass. Top guys, out. And there it is, the stage is set. What a story from Dax the Axe there. Still happy for his daughter. Coming up. This Saturday night. You're here at Dax Harwood. Cash Wheeler got a promo last night on AEW Dynamite. I thought that was the best way to promote coming up this Saturday's ROH Death Before Dishonor pay-per-view. Their match coming up against the Briscoes. That ain't Dax Harwood. That's Dad Harwood. And he has become the dad to a lot of professional wrestling fans out there. He is, he's the dad. He is, he is officially the cool dad, Dax Harwood. 
unbelievable. He and Cash Wheeler, first match with the Briscoes was something else. This one probably going to be the same way. Tony Khan during media press, doing media and all that stuff leading into the show today has mentioned that the Briscoes are signed to ROH full-time long-term contracts and they're going to be a cornerstone of the future we'll get into that more as well as last night's dynamite shark week when we get back Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409 That's 800-709-4409 I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. 
You hear that? Kevin Gates. Two phones. One of my favorite songs. I don't know why it is. It just is. Big wrestling fan. Was there last night. AEW Dynamite. Going to get in that review here in a moment. But as I was mentioning before the break, Tony Khan... Uh, with speaking with the media, talked about the fact that the Briscoes are factored in to the future of the company. They are some of the biggest names in Ring of Honor history, Khan said. They are Hall of Famers. There are some others, that, but I think that would be a great example of a key act where they haven't really appeared in AEW yet, but they are assigned to Ring of Honor and me. There are the Briscoes and a couple of other developmental wrestlers, uh, Tony Khan said. Fightful reported this past March that a person of influence within Warner Media did not want the Briscoes signed to AEW because of homophobic tweets that Jay Briscoe had made in 2013. Uh, Briscoe has apologized for those tweets during a March appearance on the Battleground podcast. was the last time that he had did it. Ring of Honor uh, had smacked his hand and I think suspended him and, or fined him uh, initially when it had happened. It had completely decimated any possibility that they were going to have to sign to WWE. So it looks like they have a future with Tony Khan and, and in Ring of Honor. Obviously, that's the key match on Supercard of Honor. So that's what you got going on there. Dynamite last night. Fighter Fest Week 2, show number 3, Gas South Arena, Duluth, Georgia, the old Gwinnett Civic Center Arena. Discovery Shark Week. I don't know if you've heard that. Sunday it begins. Dwayne Johnson making an appearance during AEW programming. He is going to be the master of ceremonies. They've been doing this now for 34 years. In 2020, 21 million people watched over 10 days. It is apparently the best way for them to get new eyeballs onto the channel. It is no surprise when more people return to the channel than at any other time during the year. In April of this year, Discovery Incorporated and Warner Media merged to become Warner Brothers Discovery, and everybody has got to do something sharky. TBS, TNT, True TV, Food Network, HDTV, CNN, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, Animal Planet, Science Channel, ID, Oprah Winfrey, Turner Classic Movies, Discovery Plus, and HBO Max Plus will all have Shark Week-inspired content or cross-promote the event as Dynamite did last night. But we didn't open with a shark. We opened with a king, Brody King and Darby Allen alongside Sting. King was shown with a singles record of 11-2. Darby Allens was 62-23-1, and I thought, aren't records supposed to be reset every year? Or is that just the rankings? None of that matters. Although the uh, Chiron did say that uh, after uh, King threw Allen out of the Royal Rampage uh, last month, and they did a callback uh, to that very same spot where King used the choke sleeper on Darby Allen, hung him over the top rope before dropping him to the floor. Darby Allen was able to drag his carcass back in the ring, ate a gonzo bomb, took the loss. Brody King dominated three quarters of this match. Darby Allen got some of his signature spots in, flying through the ropes, made everything look, you know, wild and good, but he was there to take a beating, uh, from Brody King, and he absolutely did so. Afterwards, Sting came out to stop the carnage. 
He was able to almost get the Scorpion Death Drop onto Brody King when the lights went out. When they came back up, Malachi Black was across from Sting. Brody King locked on the Choke Sleeper. Sting got misted in his eyes by Malachi Black. Tag team match coming out soon, I would assume, between those two sides. Completely fine with it. Completely fine with all of those guys in the ring with each other. No problem there whatsoever. Then they went to commercial, came back. Tony Schiavone was in the back ready to interview the former two dimes, Cole Carter, who was just released from NXT uh, for a, a substance policy violation, wellness pile, uh, violation. Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs came through. Starks said the last time he saw Carter, he was sleeping with the fishes and a reference to him being killed off on NXT by Tony D'Angelo. Starks, who's the FTW champion, has now got a open challenge gimmick going and challenged him for later on in the show. That led into the Blackpool Combat Club of John Moxley and ROH Pure Champion Wheeler Yuta defeating the best friends of Trent Beretta and Chuck Taylor. Orange Cassidy and William Regal joined Excalibur and Taz on commentary. During the match, Taz noted that Trent Beretta never liked Wheeler Yuta, as the old alliance between best friends and Yuta was invoked a few times. The match went through one commercial break when little, little under 12 minutes, and at the end of the match, Yuta was in peril trying to get to his corner for the tag. Uh, Moxley to Moxley kept getting cut off. Chuck Taylor tagged in ran right into a jumping guillotine from Utah as Trent tried to come into the ring. Moxley yanked him off the apron, put him in the figure four out on the floor. As that was going on, Taylor uh, reversed the guillotine with a suplex into the corner. Chuck went for the awful waffle, but Utah reversed it into the seatbelt clutch roll-up and got the victory. I believe the only words that Orange uttered the entire time was at the very end of the match where he said, Chuck taught him that one before he took off the headphones and walked to the back. Then there was a video package for the ROH World Title match coming up. Claudio against Jonathan Gresham. Swerve in our glory time. The AEW Tag Team Championship celebration. Keith Lee, Swerve Strickland, Tony Schiavone hosted this. Kevin Gates was shown in the front row with a flute of champagne in his hand. Swerve says that as a hip-hop mogul that he invited him. Keith asked Kevin when the deluxe edition of his new album was coming out before thanking the fans and challenging the entire division to get at him. Lee said it was time for a toast when smart Mark, smart Mark Sterling and Tony Nese came out. Sterling is still petitioning for Swerve to be fired. I know this really gets under Brian's skin. I think the fact that he is such a cartoon character gimmick lawyer i i think it works he says the majority of the locker room has already signed this petition to get swerve out of there and uh niece starts to make himself you know, at home with the cake and the champagne they had out there grabs himself a glass sticks his finger in the cake keith lee looked very upset about that sterling said they only need one more name on that petition and said gates could be that man said after mistaking him for a young ma though which Kind of made me laugh. Made reference to Gates' song, Two Phones, before he and Nice moved right in front of him, asked him to do the right thing for the AEW roster, and signed the petition to kill off Swerve. Gates refused. Sterling poked at his chest, says he's just like Swerve, he's untrustworthy, and his music sucks. It's not true. New album has out right now. But 
That got Gates out from behind the guardrail. Sterling backed off, screaming that if he gets touched, he'll sue. So instead, Gates went chest-to-chest with Tony Nese, sort of. I mean, it was a ridiculous visual in that Kevin Gates is like 6'2 and is at least 6 inches taller than Tony Nese and like has 75 pounds on him, most of it in the arms and the shoulders and the upper body. Nice asked him what he was going to do, so Gates just grabbed him by his necklace and punched him right in the face. And it's not like it killed Tony Nice or anything, but he hit him in the face. So I believe it. Dropped Tony Nice. That was that. From behind, smart Mark Sterling, Swerve picked up the cake, and when Sterling turned around, cake in the face, and it looked great. The greatest cake face in pro wrestling history. Sorry, Cornette. Sorry, anybody that's done that gimmick before. Before uh, they end up going to commercial, Swerve goes over. He poses. Westside Gun is also in the crowd. They don't mention him, but he's ringside, so the fly god is there. After a break backstage, John Silver and Alex Reynolds did a bunch of, or Alan Reynolds, whatever the hell his name, a bunch of bad comedy is what was done, really, with those Dark Order guys with the Butcher and the Blade over a T-shirt that said, Butch. It wasn't very good. Silver and Reynolds got beat up. They deserve to for, for having that shirt and doing this comedy. Hangman Adam Page ran in with a chair and ran the heels off. There was one good part where, you know, at the end where they're just like, you know, heavy breathing and rolling around on the ground before they, they fade out. Page goes, you know, you guys all right? And, and Silver said no. And I thought that was funny. Christian Cage and Luchasaurus then defeated the Varsity Blondes of Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman Jr. Luchasaurus basically destroyed both guys before tagging in Christian so he could get the cheap pin on Pillman. After the match, Christian got on Luchasaurus's shoulders and did the Jurassic Express pose. Jungle Mute Boy's music hit and Key came down with a chair. Luchasaurus was blocking the ring as, as Jungle Boy came down. But then the Dinosaur Man turned to the side, stood next to Jungle Boy, stared at Christian. As Jungle Boy goes to gets in the ring, Christian goes haul-assing out of it, not only through the crowd, goes up the steps, goes into a concourse. He's out of there, gone. What does this mean? Could it be a swerve? We'll have to find out next week. The Gun Club challenged the acclaim to a blaze battle between Austin and Max Caster, a freestyle battle between the two sides. At that point in the show, Jim Ross joined commentary, FTW Championship, Ricky Starks, babyface Cole Carter, the former Two Dimes, went six minutes. It felt longer than that. The, by the end of the match, the crowd was booing Carter. I mean, there's several reasons for that, in my opinion, not the least of which is Starks is a truth machine out there. He is absolute. If you have a little bit of vanilla in your interview, he's going to outshine you. His presence just standing there outshines people. So when you wrestle a match for six minutes, you have this smiling baby face who was the former two dimes. People are wondering why this isn't on elevation. This isn't on dark. It's, it's not even on rampage. It's on dynamite. Does this guy deserve this shot? Did he do anything to stand out? Not really. No. And I think the crowd kind of recognized that didn't do anything wrong or anything really badly. But he didn't get any reaction, and Ricky Starks absolutely outshone him, made a challenge after the match for anybody to come out. Dan Housen does. He takes the challenge for next week, another FTR 
championship match. I like this gimmick going on with Ricky Starks facing different people each week. Then it was time for the FTR promo. You heard the second half. The first half was Cash Wheeler talking about the Briscoes and really concentrating on that. We had a segment with Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and Satnam Singh backstage. Lethal was complaining that Samoa Joe was not there. Christopher Daniels came up, defended Joe's honor, and then challenged Lethal for Friday Night Rampage, which was accepted. Tag match, Jay Cargill and Kira Hogan with Stokely Hathaway and Jermaine Dupree against defeated Athena and Willow Nightingale. This was the most hip-hop-oriented show both with Kevin Gates actually being openly out there. Same thing with Dupree sitting next to Stokely at ringside, but gun. There was a, a Wu-Tang Clan reference. It was, it was really, it was something else. It was supposed to be a six-woman with Layla Gray and Chris Statlander, but Gray couldn't perform. Cargill and Hogan got the victory. Uh, Tony Storm and Thunder Rosa. It was announced Rosa is going to be facing Miyu Yamashita next week. And Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter interrupted their interview. And I thought challenged them for Friday night, but apparently not because in the package that aired afterwards, they just said Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter were going to be in action. So I'm not sure against who. And then it was time for the main event. Barbed Wire Everywhere match. Chris Jericho, Eddie Kingston. Carnage everywhere. Real barbs were used. Men were busted open and bleeding. Everything was wrapped in barbed wire. They had a shark wrapped in barbed wire, not a real one. The the ring bell was in barbed wire. The microphone was in barbed wire. They bled everywhere. I'll go into a little more detail after the break, but the bottom line is Chris Jericho gets the victory, but Eddie Kingston got revenge at the end, putting Jericho through a big board full of barbed wire as the show went off the air. Be right back. Wrestling Observer Live. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access. No cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text Franchise 123 to 63566. Text Franchise 123 to 63566. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. 
In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-298-9093. 800-298-9093. That's 800-298-9093. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Uh, producer Dom jokes between the break. Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi. We are back. Barbed wire match, as I mentioned, a couple more details from it. I'm sure everybody out there is already aware of what took place. I mean, hats on hats in this one, boy. There was gimmicks on top of gimmicks. You had the Jericho Appreciation Society trapped in a shark cage that was above the ring. During the match, down came... Uh, I almost said Anna Jay. It's not. It's Ty Conti. She ran down, attacked Ruby Soho, who was the official key keeper. And then all of a sudden, Anna Jay, her good friend, runs down. Seems like they're going to fight as she, she pulls Ty off. But then Anna Jay turns dirty, attacks Ruby. They steal the damn key. They run up, they attempt to, and they, and they get the, the, you know, just like Ole Anderson in 1990 at Capital Combat. They, they get the device and they, they raise the cage up or they, they raise, they lower down the shark cage and out come the Jericho Appreciation Society, but they can't get the key to unlock the, the lock. So then they actually have to slide through and, and everybody's so slim they could do it except for Matt Menard. I don't know how he got out because he couldn't get between the bars because his head's so big. He would have got stuck in there like you see like tiktok videos of like you know people with a deer or a baby cub or a squirrel with their head caught in the deck that's what he would look like but somehow he got out they all attempt uh, attempted to kick kingston's ass but then out came the blackpool combat club out came ortiz chased all them off and all that stuff that went just went on chris jericho got the victory but at the very end at the very end kingston fought back picked jericho up Threw him through a barbed wire spider web to end the shows that went off the air. And what a better way for me to go off the air. I won't be with you tomorrow. Brian Alvarez will. So he'll talk to you again after a while. <laughs>